Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. get one and you put it together with another one you get what two you, two let me finish you get two. two. Oh, sorry you go for one oh. i say a one a two a one, one two one two one. one two one a one, one and two. one a one and one equals two hello everyone welcome to the show we're back again and we want to let is how you know how it's gonna go oh, oh. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Idol Matinee, episode 126 of the seminal podcast that you all look forward to every week, and we look forward to bringing you it. Uh, guess what? Last week was a heavy episode with a big lot of men here. Uh, this week, it's a light uh, touch. It's down to a two-manner again. Ah, oh, tell them what's happened, Greg. Explain, please. Um, well, I fired everyone because they got too drunk on last week's podcast, including me. I fired myself, and I was like, oh shit, I'm not, I do all the editing and all that. I was like, oh, I had to rehire myself to, for tonight to do the podcast because it was such a fucking mess last week. No, it's all right. It's just the problem. <laughs> I've learned a lesson, a special lesson. It was St. Patrick's Day, wasn't it? And you did yep. explain at the beginning, we're going to be a bit drunk. And, well, you weren't, but the rest of us were. But there was four people who were pissed up, and two of them hadn't been well three of them hadn't been on the podcast before um so i had some issues with the mic uh but i mean i sorted it all out i mean i made it sound reasonable as good but, as it uh, could as good as it could yeah but i had to cut a lot of me because i was just i just thought everything was hilarious and then so some of the stuff they the guys were saying well it was fine it was good obviously i kept it in but there's a lot of stuff that wasn't and then but i was encouraging shit stuff so this is an apology yeah, really it's an apology it's to them and uh, everyone listening and everyone listening yeah, because like, it should have been a better show and but to I, me the, like the part and to you and yeah, especially you you had to put up with four, the four of us like but it was, it, was St. it was st patrick's day i'm half irish so which bit um, which half <laughs> the drinking bit <laughs> so this week we're going to bring it down a bit and have a chilled a chill vibe um yes because I, I, I it was the same thing i did the same thing at my uh my uncle's funeral as well I, oh, God, I think I've oh this, you went to the funeral didn't yeah, you yeah, it, was Roger. Funeral. it was really good it, it was really not a, a great uh settings the it's a, it was an outdoor burial place but i, I, so I got confused was it a humanitarian told, burial where they do it in the woods yes yeah yeah, yeah. but they i, I got confused because i thought it was going to be we we're going to be in the woods and like doing the actual like scattering the ashes or something i don't know i thought we we're going to be stood out in the woods but it weren't it's like this like the where was normal it? crematorium it's like the like, it's like the crematorium, are, but not as but not. It's more like a like a hut out in the field, sort of thing. Do you say it was in Guildford? Yes, yeah, sort of that way. Yeah, I forgot. God, I forgot the because I've been to one of those it. humanitarian burials <coughs> where you have it in like a hallway, then you all walk out to the woods. Yeah, but we didn't go. We didn't, like, we didn't go out. So we didn't walk out to the the woods. My uh, mum walked out with my auntie uh, round to the, the I think round to where the the plot is where I think they're gonna they're gonna use or whatever. Good do. Um, but yeah, no, it was really it was, it was great, great service and everything. But I've I've got I got because it was weird because I haven't seen I haven't seen all those my relatives in like thirty like I think like thirty well not quite thirty years but at least twenty years. So um, two of my cousins, yeah, so I, was, I was remembering when I'd seen them from what computer games we played. So it was like I was like, oh, I remember we played Goldeneye, and then uh, and then my eldest cousin. I remember playing Streets of Rage on the Mega Drive when I was like over at theirs but it's not it hadn't just come out but obviously I think I was like oh, yeah I could have only been like 15 something like that 
when I was over there. So, yeah, it's fucking ages ago. How can we don't stay in touch with them? Because we've got the internet. You could just message well, them on I, Facebook. I know. Like, and my, my cousin's in Ireland. Uh, well, my, my, well, I've only got one cousin in Ireland, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I don't, yes, I, I, yeah, I don't, I didn't go to the, because I didn't go to the weddings either, so I didn't know, I think my other, my, um, I don't know why that was, that was when, yeah, because I probably wasn't invited, so I don't bring him, he's, all, <laughs> it's, he's he does drugs, he can't come, um, I don't know. Did you, um, I hope you didn't tell him about the podcast at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, because, so, as as a funeral, so obviously, there was, there was wine and everything, so I, I thought, I, I'm always, again, being half Irish, I was like, went into wake mode, and was like, okay, yeah, yeah I mean. Wine, wine, I'll do fine. <laughs> and, yeah, so I drank quite a bit of, yeah, red wine, and then, and then white wine, because obviously <laughs> I'm not driving either, so, yes, I, and I had and I didn't really eat either, because I, um, I had a, like an egg sandwich or something in the morning, but by the time I got Oof. there, I was I was quite, but I wasn't really that hungry. It was a bit weird. I didn't the whole thing. I was quite anxious. It was, it was a funeral, you know. It's a bit weird. I don't. Yeah, I was sort of. I'm always a bit funny. Oof. I mean, it's, obviously, it's a funeral. It's a bit strange. You know, you're expected to be all you got emotional, any food, and guys, emotional and everything. No, that, obviously, there's food there, but obviously, I'm fussy. It's not like that. Yeah, that I should have been eating sandwiches with everyone else, but because I'm a fussy dickhead, and I knew that was going to be the case. I knew I wasn't going to like the food there, so I was pre- I was prepared for that. So I, I just went into sort of like. I think I was just just uh, relying on the calories from the wine and sustenance sort of thing, and just thought, yeah, I'll just have, a, I'll have, I'll just get a load of junk food when I get home, sort of thing. I won't worry about it. But then, obviously, drinking on an empty stomach, I got quite pissed quite quickly, and then, but then that broke down the barrier because it was, I, I felt awkward a bit, a little bit awkward seeing everyone after all that time. It's like, hey, well, yeah, I haven't seen you since fucking, you know, when I was fifteen. I was a bit, I was a dick, and like, but look at me that, now. And they reminded me of stuff I'd said in that when I was younger, and I was like, what? I said that. It's like, what a fucking dickhead. Um, anyway, but yes, but, I, but yeah, but then they've now got kids. So my cousins are now got kids that are the same age they were when I last saw them. So it's weird because I haven't grown up. I haven't got my own kids, so it's, it's weird. So it's like I'm just talking to them as if they're like my normal kid. Like not really. I'm talking to all of them. But then I was realised I was saying about the podcast. So my so Ian and Neil, who are sort of my age, a bit uh, a little bit younger. I think well, um, Ian's nearly to turning forty soon. I think, but there's you know, I mean, similar age. Um, my, my my brother's the youngest, I think, out of our cousins. So like, and we're all sort of peers, aren't we? So, uh, but yeah, Jonathan's like fifty. So he's the eldest, like fifty-one now. Like, I didn't realise that. I thought he was yeah, in his forties. Bert and Claire's forty. I don't know, forty-seven. Did you or 40, have some housekeeping about the party story as well <coughs> last week? No, I just wanted to finish this. Oh, sorry, sorry carry on. Yeah. yeah. So I was so, so I so I was talking about the podcast to them. I, the only reason being because I'd mentioned because I talked about our garage on the podcast. I was just there, and I told that story about running around when we do the New Year's thing and we uh, running around with the balloons in a pa- in your pants. And I said my uncle Roger, my dad, Uncle Roger, and and it, but there was other people who did it as well, and I confused whether it, it was because they said that at the funeral and the stuff they uh, in in the uh, the bit they read out about him that uh, my aunt and cousins. Uh, wrote the, the lovely words that they wrote for him yes that was part of it that that tradition of running around so I was like oh that was right anyway I was mentioning that so I, did you stand up and re- go yes that's, that, that's the only reason I brought up the podcast but now when I look back it feels like I was just there going like just being just like oh I know it's Uncle Roger's funeral but anyway my podcast blah 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 but it weren't it was in context because we were talking about something else and then and then they they sort of piped up and was like oh you got a podcast and then so I was so they showed interest so I so then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Because that is what I, I mean. And it's pretty much all I'm did doing. Did you start playing life. it then? And I, did the show, I showed my photo as well. I was like, oh, I do photography Greg, as well. Hey, You didn't start playing it No, no, I didn't. But 
But then my cousin, my, so my cousins, these are my cousins' first cousins once removed. So it's my cousins' kids, not not my second cousins. Because I got confused about what second cousin is. It's not second cousin, first cousin once removed. Uh, but yeah, they're but one of them is one of uh, they're eight. I think they're like eighteen, sixteen, and eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, and fifteen or something. They're all sort of late teens anyway. Um, so they've all watched films. You know what I mean like rude, like rude films, <laughs> rude films, rude and violent films. Say like I mean we were using. Well, we've got the internet. We were using they? Deadpool as a benchmark. I mean that's what I said because I, I so obviously I said to my cousins, my cousins who are like obviously fifty four in their forties and thirties. Fine, I just shared it with them, and that's not. I'm, I I don't think I'm not really worried about their their blushes sort of thing although I could have warned them it's a bit shit the early ones are a bit shit and the sound quality is crap or whatever and the later ones are a bit shit and the later <laughs> I could have warned them it's all shit uh, no I mean it's uh, we haven't it's getting there it's, it's getting, getting there, there. Anyway, it's a work in progress. So that's fine. Okay, so that's so I could be a little bit embarrassed by that but the fact is I was I was thought like going like yeah saying to the kids like who are I mean, especially the sixth. I mean, the, the uh, yeah, maybe younger ones. I, I did say on the way out though, because I had a second thought. Even though I was pissed, I was like, I was like, hold on a minute. I've just I've told you I've told your kids to listen to the podcast. I was like, maybe not because uh, I mean it's. But I mean, I mean, they, 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 and I said, but they've watched films like yes. Yeah, so I said, I mean, I mean, dad, I, was, cause I, I made the you know like the comparison saying um, my dad let me. I was like, oh, my dad let me watch RoboCop when. I was seven. He didn't let me. Like, yeah, say he didn't like sit down with me and go, "Here, son, here's RoboCop. Let's watch this together." I didn't like sort of nick it off him, but they did let me watch like lots of sort of violent and like yeah, rude films or whatever when I was young. So I thought maybe they're like that. And yeah, I mean the sort of stuff. The, but ju- the, the stuff I'm talking about, the joy of sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? It's not a film, is it? Isn't it? I thought it was a film. It's just a book. There's a film of it as well. Is there probably? Yeah, it's a nineties video. Oh, is it? Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Um, but, the, but I'm just thinking about the more the stuff, some of the stuff, some of the drug related stuff, and some maybe the, the ladies of the night stuff. You know, the, what you told the them? Oh, no, the but I mean on the podcast, yeah. they were, but they're not going to just pick up on that straight away. But I mean, the good news it, is, I'm just saying they'll probably never listen to it. Yes, <laughs> they probably just listened to your intro and was like, oh, won't bother with that then. Um, but yeah, if they are listening, so I apologise if they're offended by that. Um, I should have said that was. I should have said, "Oh, they definitely shouldn't listen to it because it's got the worst, like, rudest stuff on it." And then they, because they, they'd be like, "Oh, their teenage minds would be like, oh, I've got to watch that." And, and then like, they're like, "Oh, reverse psychology, yeah." And then they'll be like, "Oh, it's lame. Okay. This is nothing." Any more funeral stuff? Um, no, oh no, just um, no. It was just, it was just really, yeah. I thought I'd mention it was really nice service and it was a good send off. What have I been doing? Nothing, just working in the care home, helping the old people, doing some activities for them, a bit of bingo, a bit of quizzes. Sadly, one of them passed away. Yeah. Um, that's about it, really. But doing a bit of gardening. What do you mean, sadly, one of them passed away? Yeah. <laughs> that's the noise you make when oh, someone dies. So like, oh, no one's gone. Yeah. yeah. I did actually go in and talk to him in the week, and he looked like he was looking quite. Like, I'm, friendly, I'm really. I'm quite good with them all. I'm friendly in that. How old, how old was the one? Uh, the one? I think he's in his 80s, 90s. Nice. But I was playing dominoes with him like the week before. We were, like it was really good. I was getting into it and he taught me how to play dominoes because I've never I didn't know how to actually play it properly where you do fives and threes and you've got to add up and get points so he taught me how to play it and then went in and shut his window and I go you're right and I could see he was he was like fading and and he go, I go you're right and he goes yeah I go I go uh, something about sorry sorry you could see he was fading so you what you could see he was well, about he wasn't to die like the way yeah you mean, wasn't like, you, so you didn't he didn't die on your like, no 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 no, no. I could just there. see he was yeah, not yeah, yeah. with it sort sorry, of thing yeah. like slowly slipping away yeah. over the next few days 
And I said, yeah, I go, I said something about, yeah, I've had enough too. I, I won't be going up there. I'll be going down there. At least it's going to be nice and warm, isn't it? <sighs> and then walked out. But uh, it, was a, it was a friendly chat. It was just a, something like that. But no, he was a lovely guy. Right, so as it's only a two-manner, that's what we've been doing this week. Which well, we haven't a- explained. We didn't, yeah, we haven't explained. We still haven't explained why it is only a two-manner. Oh, you, yeah, that's why I asked you at the beginning. I said, "Why yeah, is it yeah. two? Go on, explain why it's a two-manner." Then. Oh, okay, yeah. So the people that were here last week, so one of them was didn't want to be on it. It doesn't really want to be on Call it anyway. Me. So yeah, we we I deli- our right-wing friend, our right friend. So I deleted most of that stuff out. I don't. Well, I deleted all the stuff. It was so really right-wing and racist. Him right-wing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't actually too. He didn't actually do that too much. I think it was more of us calling him that. Um, then it was him saying anything right wing, but he is, I mean, pretty right wing. And uh, then our new member of the team, Crow. Crow, yeah, who is planning on joining us. He'll ball. be back. He'll be back, but yeah, he's got COVID. And uh, he's hilarious, guys, because Crow yeah. is absolutely. And he's, been... he's, he's more hilarious than he was last week. He can be more. And, and oh, hundred percent. As I am. I mean, we were, but we were mm. both. We were both thought mm. um, we were funnier than we Look. were. Let's just say Last this. Week, I think. Uh, if anyone listens to this podcast, obviously you do listen to this podcast. It's been going a long time, but this guy Crow, he is Pip of the Pops. He is not someone Pip that goes pops. out. Ricky Gervais always says, oh, my brother's funnier than me. He's a painter and decorator, but he's not into like doing yeah. anything out there. It's like Crow. He's funnier than most people I know, but he's not into pushing himself forward or going out there. Mm. So when he comes back and he's on top form, guys, and he's not off his head, you're going to hear some cracking the drums stuff. The mic. Yeah, and we've got we've taught him a little bit of mic control. You're <laughs> going to hear some cracking stuff from him, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris is away, you know. To, to be fair, sorry, in his defense, that he was it was only the first half of the podcast that he did playing the drums on his mic. I think the second half of the podcast, you weren't so bad. But that's our. But we need to get G clamps or something. I don't know. Of course, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you know, Chris isn't here, but Chris will be back. He's he pops his head up now and again. You can find out what he's been up to. He's been doing some exciting stuff this week. Um, but he's been talking to me and uh, Johnny. Two weeks in a row, he's not been in. No one knows what he's doing. He's like the guy from Fraggle Rock. Johnny does look like a bit like a Gruber. Is that, are they called Groobers? The little guys, the little builder guys. Yeah, he does yeah, look yeah. exactly like a Gruber. <laughs> so this week we're going to start with our movies of 1986, and this week's big movie of 19. 1986 drum roll please greg on the mic no oh okay is star trek for the voyage home do, what, do you remember star trek for the voyage home yeah. it's a 1986 american science fiction film directed by leonard nimoy that's right who's um, also in the film of course as spock and it's based on the television series called star trek of course and it's the fourth feature installment in the star trek franchise and the sequel to um, the, oh, the third one. You've got Thingy, Wrath of Khan, and then what's the third one? No Search one remembers. for Spock. Search for Spock. Oh, yeah. It's the they're, all, they're all shit, yeah. aren't they? No. What's the rule that all the odd Star, uh, all, Star all Trek the odd ones aren't good? Shit. Yeah. It completes the story arc begun in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, where they have to go to the Earth to get some whales because there's a, there's a, there's a spaceship in the sky that's giving this signal that's the same as a whale song so they have to go back in time to get some whales because they're the only things that can communicate to it the whales sing to it it flies off so well, this is the fact we had to look this up we didn't we hey we were like, uh, what <laughs> no just well yeah because what we didn't have a clue it was all i remember is there's a whale in it and i thought it was just some weird fucked up like free willy type story where they made friends they're just like visiting her for some reason met a whale and we're like oh we really like this whale but it's gonna die and then they just have to save the whale for some reason. But obviously not. It's, it's obviously not that. It's They need a whale 
to communicate with fucking aliens. Yeah, I always yeah. thought it makes sense. When you think about the film, I know you never realise that, and you, I always think, oh, they have to go back in time and save the whales because it's a green thing. Yeah, Greenpeace. And the whales thing, are like, all yeah, dead or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes. Yeah. Favorite scenes from the film: the first one is where there's a punk playing a ghetto blaster on a bus, and Spock kills him, and everyone claps. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> the other does scene, does he actually kill him? Yeah, he does yeah. his Vulcan. It kills him. <laughs> and then there's another scene where sure he doesn't just like. Give him a sleeper pitch. No, he just kills like, him. He doesn't, well, like, what, but when he's on Earth doing, playing by Earth rules, surely he doesn't just murder people on buses. Surely, surely he just gives it like half a pinch, just like a weak like well, semi pinch. Like dies, and then, I think. And then there's the bit sleep. where the doc is in a hospital and someone's got cancer, and he goes, "You still give chemo for cancer?" And he goes, "Chemo cures it." So right, yeah. well, like that. You give pills for it, and he's got yeah. a future. They're the only two scenes I remember from the whole film. Uh, what are your memories of Star Trek for the Voyage Home? What's the one? <clears throat> what's the one um, where at the beginning, like someone's on rocket boots and they come up, someone's climbing a mountain or something. I, don't, I think that's something else. I think that's like. That's the one where he's with Picard as well. Yeah, the, the generations. Yeah, yeah. Both That's of us. Not the movie we're up. talking yeah, about, yeah. mate. Please. So I can't come really, on. All I remember is the whale. Okay, well, let's move on then. That was our movies of 1986, Star Trek uh, for The Voyage Home. So, uh, Greg. So, um, Greg. As you pour a smooth, creamy Guinness to help with your chat muscles on this week's podcast, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. So you've just been out to my mum's doing a little bit of work for her, a little yep. bit of painting. You walk through your front door and you find Rylan Clark sitting on your sofa. Hiya, it's a cinch. What do you do next? So, what? I've just... Sorry. I've just been to work for your mum. Yeah. Then I come back from working for your mum. Yeah. And Rylan Clark sat on around my sofa. house. Hiya, it's a cinch. <laughs> Want a glass of wine? I'd say yes, Rylan. Um... I assume I'm uh, I'm going to get some money somehow. If you're here, I, I'm I'm going to be on TV. Where's who's here? Do I need to sign something? It's just me. Oh. <laughs> I like, oh, can I have some money then? No, I just come round to the company. <laughs> can I have some money? You're a celebrity. Can I have some money? You're I my came house. round to keep your company. Yeah. Well, you, I didn't ask you to. So yeah, I'll just ask him for some money strap because I got look. You're a celebrity. You're in my house. I didn't invite you here. Want to do some gear? <laughs> oh god, then I'd be like, it'd be like one of my mates. Like normally, it'd be like any other day. Come on, let's do a like us rack up some line. Come on, someone's looking at your bum. <laughs> okay that's great stuff right next question for you is it acceptable in this day and age now we're in 2022 to pick on left-handed people a lot of left-handed people are being left out and not allowed to compete in sports yet have you seen that new campaign by the government don't be left behind for left-handed people because i I don't know if you start to think about the swimmer uh the trans swimmer the trans woman that beat all the other swimmers well she was left-handed yeah no, you're, this is nonsense now. Okay. R- ridiculous. Okay. Uh, is Lego boring once built? Once you build Lego, is it boring? <laughs> yeah, kind of completely is. pointless. Like, oh, I finally made it. Oh, now what? Um, yeah. Oh, actually, Lego castles are quite good because then if you've got the little Lego men and you can set up little dioramas and then move them around, change positions on the castle. But then, yeah, the castle itself is pretty... Yeah, I mean, if you build a car or something... You can't, unless it's got moving wheels. I think the trouble with collecting Lego is you begin to collect Lego and then you just have shit loads of Lego, Mm. rooms of it. I think it was just always cool just building just something stupid, wasn't it? Building like an imaginary. I used to just build my own bases. Did it annoy you when people build stuff with different colour blocks? 
like no. a spaceship and it's all got different colour blocks. It has no, to be the same colour when I, I, I'm a very no, same colour block kind I mean, of I was, guy. I was a multi, multi-coloured brick guy. Okay. I didn't have enough. I didn't have enough Lego. Oh. You obviously had a lot more Lego. Did you have like? Did you have geek Lego? Did you have like di- divide into boxes like they do on the program? No, I still got but, Lego in the loft though. The actual spaceships, the 1980s stuff, all the spaceships and stuff. Uh, and I had boxes of it, but that stuff's all yeah. No, my my Lego Lego castle's my fondest memory. Building that with my mum when I was about five or six, and then and then my sister sat on it. <laughs> she was only a toddler, and she came oh. and I was like, gah, 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 and just sat on it. Bless her. Right, okay. Have you ever seen... Um, well, let me just put this to you. Have you ever seen a red car and a blue car have a race? Um, yeah, the yeah, problem is, all red wants to do is stuff his face. He eats everything he sees, from trucks to prickly trees. But smart old blue, he took the Milky Way. He's looking for something... It's laughy and light Cause so it won't, won't ruin his, his appetite. appetite That's right mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Something like that the Milky Do you Man think you should always course. carry a note in your pocket In case you have an accident <laughs> Yeah uh, If I shit my pants Please take them to my mum's To clean I was thinking more than the lines of your name and address and date of birth. Oh, yeah. In case you have a car accident, not if you shit yourself. Oh, okay. You don't really need a note in your pocket if you shit yourself. No, you probably don't. Because you could just say, oh, I've just had an accident, sorry. Yeah, I mean, what if you're unconscious? Yeah, then you have a note saying... shit yourself. Yeah, but that could be because you've been hit by a car. (laughs) Dear dear ambulance man, I do apologise. If if you find me unconscious and I've shit my pants and I'm not awake to say sorry, please consider this my apology for shitting in my pants. (laughs) Oh, Greg. Please ignore the smell. <laughs> Please take them to my mum to clean up. Please wipe. Oh, uh, hey, do you think it's possible to live on prayers like Bon Jovi advocates? <laughs> you can't live on prayers alone. You need a bit of tucker at some point. Oh, living on a prayer. And a McDonald's breakfast, I had. <clears throat> and a little bit of lunch. And something for dinner. <laughs> and then a prayer for... And then a prayer and a milkshake for dessert. Do you think we'll ever have a blind James Bond? Do you think we'll finally ever have a blind James Bond? No. I don't. You think I it's mean, a long time coming? Well, actually, uh, it would actually be it'd sharpen his other senses, wouldn't it? I mean, it makes sense. He'd be a better like spy. Daredevil. He'd be a better spy. He'd be better listening to people, wouldn't he? Um, but what do you need more? Your eyes or your ears? He'd be more with the ladies, all about touch. If he was like a proper, like if he went proper ninja, scent of a woman, like in like the the film Blind Fury with Rutger Hauer, <clears throat> and he it became a really good swordsman, say, like that. But he just became Lone really swordsman. good at, but, but he just did that in mixed martial arts and shooting and shooting guns. The blind, yeah, shooting guns. Might is be he. a good film. Bond yeah. goes blind. Bond retrains. Gets even stronger in all other aspects. Like a, like a blind sniper. Out like Al Pacino, scent of a woman. Hoo ha! Yeah, yeah. Hoo ha! Um, I now use touch. Yeah, blind sniper. See, I'm thinking about that. Like, how would that work? Because you could have someone who's got just a really steady aim, and then just someone else looks through their scope for them. <laughs> They're like, now fire. I don't know. Uh, anyway, oh moving dear. on. <laughs> oh dear. Guess where cry? Do you know where Cry Baby Bunting's mum's gone? What? Oh, what's that? Well, you have to remind me. Of the do you rhyme. know where Cry Baby Bunting's mother's gone? Down the well or something? A hunting. Uh, oh, a hunting. Oh, that makes sense. Sorry, yeah. That's that why rhymes. Baby Bunting's crying. You freak. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. I, 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 it rang a bell. I was like, 
We've rung a bell, so I said, Dan, right, let's well. see how good your poetry skills are. Now, I'm going to Ooh. give you an improv. Your name is ben- Benjamin Papa Johns, and you are a poet called Benjamin <laughs> Papa Johns. Is he, is he, is he rough, loosely based on Benjamin, Benjamin Zephyr, are we? Could be. Run with it. Let's see where this takes you. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, Here I'm we not go. going to do an impression of him. Poor man walking down the street has to think on his feet. He needs, he needs money for bread. Oh, it's doing his head right in because he's got nothing for dins. No money or food. Chuck's thinking about the government. Um, the government are bloody rude. They they put up the prices of living, but the benefits don't go up. And jobs. And and jobs don't go up. What? Chuck's uh, about jobs. Uh, yeah, uh, and all the time he's trying to fill his cup. With what? With wine and other things that are fine, but he can't because he's on the dole. For a few things about the sky. No, oh, a few things about the sky to finish off. Okay, well, oh, come on. Come on. Let me ask you this: These are the top five regrets of dying, not after you're dead. These are regrets before you're dead. Right. In the last twelve weeks of life, these right, are people's so top five regrets. I regret I didn't see enough sunsets. <laughs> That's the one. Or sunrises. Uh, what could be? See if you can guess it. That's a good idea. You can try and guess them like a quiz. Okay, here we go. So these are uh, phenomenal clarity of vision people gained at the end of their lives. The same top five regrets people expressed in the last twelve in the last twelve weeks of life. Okay, here we go. Number one. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. <laughs> lame. Number two. I wish I hadn't worked so I, hard. I mean, I say lame because I, I've, I, I've not done anything that anyone has ever expected of me. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't really connect Num- with that one. Number two. I wish, I'd had, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Every male patient... <laughs> Again, felt they. Let let me finish it. Sorry, felt they missed their children's youth and partners' companionship. Okay, well, I mean, again, I don't have a, I don't have kids or a partner, but and I, I, I try to not work at all if possible and I believe in a, as you know it's a, it's a term I've used many a time on this podcast and maybe overused uh, negligible senescence uh, well, I try to do as little as possible to live longer number three so I don't have any regrets I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings I mean that that's that's one I mean that's someone I could I could connect to that I but I'm getting better at that but then I t- tend to share my feelings via drunken voice messages on whatsapp uh, whatsapp on whatsapp drunken voice messages on whatsapp at four in the morning to people and um yeah and that can be a regretful thing uh, number four i wish i'd stayed in touch with my friends uh, i mean to be <laughs> fair i mean you do stay in touch. maybe I mean, no one's come to visit you yeah i mean you do stay in touch with the f- friends that that count don't you i mean but that's i'm not saying the ones i sorry the ones i don't stay in touch with don't count they do but there's always time I mean yeah I mean that's and the final banger I'm, I mean I don't regret at the moment I'm thinking because our friends I'm like oh I could do better at staying in touch with but I'm thinking I've got loads of time left but yeah uh, uh, I probably will those get last to my... 12 weeks are creeping <laughs> up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like oh, oh maybe I should have uh, number five I wish I'd let myself Ooh. be happier realised happiness was a choice <laughs> happiness is a choice Happiness is a choice. It's a choice, isn't it? You can choose um, to be happy. Yeah, with. I mean, you can look at it that way. It's like, <laughs> why be sad? I could just be happy, but it's not as easy as that. Well, one thing that would make me happy, I think, after reading all that, and what 
I don't want any of those regrets. And there's something I've wanted to ask you for a long time and I mm-hmm. haven't had the courage to ask it. Uh, but reading that has now given me the courage to ask it because I realise if I don't ask it now, then I'm never going to ask you. Um, would you please sing Goodbye My Lover by James Blunt at my funeral if I asked you to sing it? Absolutely. You would do that yes. for me. Thank you very much. It would be brilliant because I don't, I've, I've never heard it and I'll, I'll just be making up as I went along. No, so I'd no, be- I mean actually learn it do, I don't I mean do just, actually yeah, want me to sing it properly, properly okay. please thank you goodbye okay. my lover goodbye my love I am James Blunt goodbye my love <laughs> if you cannot afford to take your kids to a theme park blindfold them take them to the woods and throw them out of a tree <laughs> that's quite a good one I mean, I think better no, take them to a bar, like a farmer's bar. You know, the farmers got all the hay bales piled up and they're sort of like Lego blocks. All oh different yeah, that sizes. was always fun. That's re- that's well good fun. Remember that, guys. Remember <laughs> that. That well, yeah, that'd be good fun. They just put, just bundle them down, take them up to the top, and then push them off the top. Push one. them in the gap in the middle and, and chuck a hay bale on them. They could still fall awkwardly and break something. But do you remember when my imaginary son David had a hay bale fall on his head and completely mushed it like a melon, pop melon. <laughs> And that's why I talk a little bit slow. If I said the words to you, cry baby bunting, mother's gone a hunting, what would it mean to you? Cry baby bunting, mother's gone a hunting, don't know what she's hunting for. Probably wild boar. Quiz, can we like our quizzes? Now I'm going to describe something and you've got to guess what chocolate bar this is, okay? Ooh. Right, okay. It's made by Mars, Mm. incorporated in France and sold throughout Europe. It was first introduced in 1962. In the UK, it was advertised with the line, a hazelnut in every bite. Topic! Thank you very much. Well done, yeah, Greg. It's my you favourite. One topic. And here to give you an award is Rylan Clark. Yay! Hiya. With, 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 oh, you've got loads of topics. Because I was trying to get my mum to get me some topics for Christmas. Um, from like, you know, like buy them in bulk or something from eBay. But it I turns out they're really expensive. I was just knocking at your doors. <laughs> I'm in now. Oh. Here's a topic for you. Thanks, mate. Right, okay. Ronald McDonald is now a private sh- uh, a private chef because Ronald McDonald's no longer the uh, mascot for McDonald's since 2014. I don't know if you knew oh, that. Man. But he's now a private chef and he works in a private household. Um, could you, any ideas what that could be like? Uh, let's do the scene now. Ronald. I'm just flipping some burgers for you. Oh, Ronald, we don't want burgers. Burgers for breakfast. Everyone loves burgers for breakfast. Hey, kids, how about some chicken nuggets? No, Ronald. Uh, can we have some lobster parmador with a side salad, uh, some peas, and oh, uh, small... but that's even more ridiculous for breakfast. That's awfully fancy. No, if it's dinner time. Ronald. Oh, it's dinner time. Well, that's time for burgers. Here's a... Everyone likes burgers for dinner time. All right, let's move on. Burgers make more sense for dinner time. Uh, now we're going to do an interview with a very famous person. Uh, well, not famous. Their father was very famous, but they're not so famous. But we're going to talk about some of the lot, what it was like to live with that person. And I've managed to get him in here. Uh, I'm going to be asking some questions. Rod Hull's son, uh, Stephen Hull. Uh, and he's here now with me. So, Stephen, hello. Uh, you all right, mate? So what was it like to have a famous dad uh, like Rod? I can see where you're going here. I've, I've listened to this podcast before. I can only assume you're going to start. Oh, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing like Mutley there? I'm like, laughing because you have, you're immediately beginning. <laughs> we're going to go down the road that you're going to end up talking. You're going to talk about him, my dad. <laughs> no, my tra- his tragic death falling <laughs> no, off I'm the roof. Not. Everyone, everyone thinks that's funny. It's oh yeah, I'm he not was fixing talk- the aerial and he fell off. He's trying to watch. He's trying to watch TV. My dad just wanted to watch TV like anyone else's dad. For fuck's sake. 
was a long time ago. I didn't want to talk about that. I want to talk about some of the happier You're memories. Cool, of, <laughs> happier memories with your father. Oh, okay, yeah. Did you ever get to play with Emu? Yes, I did. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Let's not talk about the obvious uh, thing. What was that yeah, like? Yeah, that was. I mean. I, I just when I was a kid obviously I thought Emu was real I just assumed I had a, I thought I had a brother I thought Emu was like my brother and actually <laughs> dad used to pretend that he was my brother and he'd sleep in the same bed as me and I thought sometimes he'd wake me up like nudging me going oh, I'd, I'd say stop it Emu go back to go back to sleep you're snoring and he'd make him snore and I'd go stop it you're snoring <laughs> And so yeah, I thought I had a brother that was an emu for then five years. Tell us years. about uh, the time your dad fell off the l- roof doing the aerial. Oh, I thought we were going to talk <laughs> about that. No, we won't. Thank you for coming today, Steve. Okay, see you later, Bye-bye. mate. Bye. Oh, well, can you do think uh, who uh, do uh, 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 can you do a robot version of a celebrity? Impression of a celebrity has to be a robot version of them. <laughs> so you're good at Lorraine. Do a robot version of Lorraine. <laughs> Oh, hey, this program's really shite. Oh, this tea is way too hot. I mean, cold. Bring it. Bring me another one. Now, you can't Change. Robot Patrick Moore. <laughs> oh, welcome to the sky at night. Um, actually, no, it's Games Master. Simply take the key and take it to level four where you meet the wizard. Change. Robot Rylan Clark. <laughs> Oh, fucking... What shows did he do? Uh, all right. Welcome to Strictly It Takes Two. We are interviewing... Change. ...one of the... Do- oh. Robot Jeff Brazier. Someone's knocking at your door. Someone is ringing your bell. Change. Robot Benny Hill. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> the Benny Hill one broke the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that with you again. <laughs> Benny Hill broke the robot. Hey, imagine if you woke up tomorrow in Steven Spielberg's body. <laughs> you could make any film you wanted, couldn't you? Because you're like you'd be like Steven Merchant with the BBC. You could just walk in and go, oh, "I've got an idea for a film," but it would be, everyone because they're Steven Spielberg, they think it's him. Yeah, I can think they of better people's you do bodies it. to jump into. But what film would you do, want to make? Is there a film oh, yeah, you've always wanted point. to make? Oh yeah, because I mean, you could just say, oh, I'm, "I want the production money to make this film," and they'd let you make it. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything that's kicking about. I've got one right at the moment. But. Uh, it's called. Uh, <clears throat> so I got one, the Man of Cheese, and basically it's a story about an Italian guy who he's got like a little shop and he sells uh, pizzas, but no one has cheese on their pizza, and he's the guy that invents cheese on the pizza, and everyone comes from miles around to have his cheese pizza. It's called Man of Cheese. Mm. I don't know if there's a premise. For I don't, a whole th- I don't film think there. even Spielberg could get that green lit. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, I know you're Spielberg and everything, but. Uh... The cheese man, I don't know. It's a bit of a weak premise. It's like you've just thought of it on the spot. Yeah. But it doesn't really have any... It's a bit obvious. Pizza's always cheap. had cheese on them. Um, yeah. Oh, let me think of another one. It's got to be a war film, hasn't it? He likes his war films. Um, the War Girls. <laughs> war Girls, yeah. Right, so like it's, Land it's, Girls. It's like Land Girls, but it's the women, the women that helped with computer. But it's not just the ones who worked on the fat farms and stuff. No, it's the ones that did computer. <laughs> do computer. In the war. Yeah. So they do typing on computer. Um, a sequel to AI. Called GI. 
G I uh, stands G- for uh, A. Oh dear. Right. Okay. Sorry, Spielberg. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Steve. If you're talking to somebody and they accidentally spit on you when they're talking to you, do you acknowledge it or do you just pretend it didn't happen? Um, I, I, I always acknowledge it when I do it to them, even if even if I know they're trying to be polite. Do you try and wipe it off? And, you know, oops, sorry, I do. My instinct is to do that. I instantly go, oops, sorry. I, don't, I may not, I don't actually put my hand on their face, but I'll put up my hand to say like, I'll do an imaginary gesture as if to say, oh, <laughs> I just spat on you there <laughs> and then go to wipe it off. But not wipe it well, off. If, say, you're uh, talking to a lady and you accidentally spit on her breast, you go, have I got consent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get that for you. Oh, Ooh, consent. Oh, that's a stubborn little bugger, that. <laughs> got greeny a bogey in that. Oh, it's just all crusty. Let me uh, just uh, get that for you. <laughs> what do you do with the other hand? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I acknowledge it. If someone spits on me, I, I usually assume that they're going to acknowledge it as well. And then I'll just do a little, like, <laughs> Like a little flinch and go. I like, don't normally do that. And go like, oh, was it raining? <laughs> I don't normally spit when I. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but I think it is the right thing to do. But it, it's uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't happen very often. At the um, at the job centre now, they've got screens up. Like oh, I shouldn't talk about the job. I don't want to talk about the job centre actually. <laughs> but I noticed myself. <laughs> I noticed myself when I was talking to the lady in there. Um, that I was, I, I kept, I was getting really animated talking about my like photography and everything. Going, look, 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 I've got stuff on the but go. Look, uh, it's this. quite funny because I was listening to that Tom Mayhew stand-up thing. It's called yeah. Tom Mayhew is benefit scum. Yeah, yeah, and his whole act is like being at the job centre and being on benefits. Oh right, okay. So he talks about the whole thing. It's on Radio Four. So I, I mean, I should, I should, t- I, sh- I should do a, pro- a one that a better one because having worked there and uh, and and signing on. Yeah, but, but anyway, he's a professional comedian. What Thomas Mayhew? Tom Mayhew is yeah. He's been on the circuit a long time. So comedy. F- you said he's shit. Did I? Yeah, yeah you told me he's shit. Yeah, but so. I say all comedians are shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. jealous of every single one of them. Oh right, oh, I, so I thought it was because you thought they were shit. I didn't nah, not really. Most of them are really, really good. Oh, right. <laughs> but it's just my. You told me that guy was the <laughs> jealous about the benefit stuff was yeah. shit. It's just I'm bitter and twisted, oh, okay. and I've done nothing anyway, with my life. All that I'm saying is they've got screens up now because of COVID, and um, but yeah, you see yourself spit. You see how much you spit when you talk. Cause with those screens because you get animated talking about whatever I was going yeah da, 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 and I was like oh god and I spent, spent the whole time wiping the screen because like, that was embarrassing because I was like oh god I would have covered her in spit then but instead <laughs> I covered the screen in spit it was one that so she's talking to me and I'm there I'm there with my jumper going oh yuck <laughs> constantly trying to fucking wipe the like little bits of spittle off the screen hey message in from Crow he said he doesn't get it he's still clapping every Thursday and he's still got Covid <laughs> and yeah because it's funny because he's one of them non-believers and now he's got it <laughs> but at least he didn't go on about it like loads on Facebook and, and he hasn't died of it so no. I think we should do a final two questions and move to the brown bear yeah uh, yeah okay well the first question uh, for you and the last one's quite a big one so it might take a little while it might not uh, my first question to you is what's, what do you think the main message of the Phil Collins song Another Day in Paradise is do you think uh, a- it's, it's think twice mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main messages Oh, so it's the main message. Yeah, okay. Let me just run through the lyrics. Okay. Ooh, think twice. It's another day for you and me in paradise. Is it about being a really, having a really good holiday? Ooh, that's, it, that's the only bit of lyrics I can remember. Think twice. And it's another day for me and you in paradise. So it's about being on holiday? So, think twice. Oh, I know. Uh, yes, it is. It's like, so they've got a flight home. It's like they've got a choice to stay an extra day. Yeah. And they're like, oh, think twice. Because another, another day for, for you and me in paradise. paradise. Stay. It's a choice between nine days and ten days in Marbella. 
Exactly, or, it's to stay that extra day. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we sorted that out. Okay, here's my final question. So, Roald Dahl was apparently going to write a third book because you know we were talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory last week. Oh, yes. He was going to write a third book. It was actually called Charlie and the Jungle of Little Men. <laughs> but I ha- haven't got a clue what that was about. Any ideas? Do you know anything about that? Charlie and the Jungle of Little Men. I don't know, but it, it, he was very annoyed that they, they took out all the racist stuff from uh, from. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What what was the film called? Was it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah, Factory? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, the book's called Charlie and the Chocolate yeah, Factory. And Willy and the Wonka. Willy Wonka. I don't know, the film's Willy Whatever. But the, he didn't like Gene Wilder, did he? And, no. and he and he, he didn't Spike Milligan or Peter and Sellers. He and he he was he wanted the Oompa Loompas to be more racist, didn't he? He wanted the Oompa Loompas they to be black. They were like little pygmies yeah, yeah. from the jungle, yeah. Well no, I don't know if that was racist him wanting them to be black, or the fact that he had the characters in there in the begin in in the first place I don't know but I don't know what, the, what was the third book The Little Jungle Men were they meant to be uh, The Little Men no it was just The Jungle of Little Men oh, right. that's what it was apparently called I don't know maybe not yeah, leave the Roald Dahl shit out well he was an anti-Semitic Jew-hating <coughs> Nazi yeah I don't know but I, yeah, I don't know was there any need to link Oompa Loompas to well it was a fact don't he did it, it not me I'm not guilty yeah, no, of it. I'm just, I'm just I know me it. I'm me talking about it I don't know whether well, yeah, people need to know that because they're reading these books and they need to yeah, know but, about but, but, yeah, but was he racist was he anti-Semitic it was anti-Semitic I mean, so that I mean obviously is a form of racism oh, god it's hey well, should it's go to the Brown Bear Comedy Club <laughs> yeah, we're not good at talking we shouldn't do racist stuff okay ladies and gentlemen let's move to the Brown Bear we didn't have it last week we had to get rid of it because it was you've got no more questions you sure you've not got I've got loads of questions because there's quite a few that I'm going to be cutting out uh well, I've got one I'd like you to do. Should we do an improv? Because we haven't done an improv this oh, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do our improv this week of okay. Al Pacino getting his car serviced. Okay. And you can be Al Pacino and I'll be the garage. <laughs> Begin scene. Ooh, huh. I see you get a free dice, a free fluffy dice with every inside and out wash. What's the thing you do? Um, The best service you do? The outside wash, I don't like. Well, that's I've only just got a. I only just learned to drive. Hoo-ha. Uh, that's Washworks, Mr. Pacino. That's oh, okay. not the service you're having on your car. You can get your car washed afterwards if you like. If you want to take it to Washworks, just around the corner. But yeah, we we service oh, the cars when, in here. When you said I'm getting my car serviced, I thought it was the cleaning thing, the the outside no, cleaning thing, and the inside cleaning thing. We were just checking the tires. We oh yeah, the that car. I've only had a car. I, I used to ride an electric bike. I've oh, just, just learned to drive. Yeah, we're just going to do the the tyres, the tracking. Oh. We can check your oil for you if you want, and the brakes, and we're going to do all that for you. But if you want to get it at Washworks over on the road, you can get it washed afterwards if you want, Mr. Pacino. That's great. Uh, would you like a coffee, tea or coffee or anything? I would love you a coffee. Uh, How do you like it? Milk, white? One sugar, just one sugar. Uh, milk? Uh, milk, please, yes. Yeah, here you go. Just nice get that. We've got a machine, so I can do it in that for you. Oh, I like the machines. <laughs> I kind of like the machines. I know some people don't, but I like them. Um, coffee, Mr. Pacino? Oh, that's delicious. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just take a seat. We shouldn't take too long. We've got to write oh, some okay. paperwork, and then we'll... I see you've got the loose women on the TV here. It's fine. I like yeah, loose women. Yeah, we've got a TV. Do you want to watch anything else, or are you happy with that? I'm fine with loose okay. women. Okay. Uh, just take a seat there, Mr. Pacino. Just get your paperwork. I'm not, so sh- I'm not convinced about Steph's packed lunch yet. I prefer to watch loose women. Well, we won't put it on Steph Pat lunch. No, no, please don't. We generally don't like Steph's Pat lunch that much. We think it should have stopped after lockdown. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it was was a lockdown program. You're right. It was a lockdown program. Yeah, it wasn't. It shouldn't have continued. This is beautiful coffee. Oh, thank you very much. Coffee, loose women. Well, this place is good. Everyone should get their car serviced. Get your car washed afterwards, Mr. Yeah, I can get my car washed across the road. This is uh, awesome. Is that ready, Brian? Yeah, it's, it's spring around the front. Okay, yo, Mr. Pacino. It's so fucking quick, too. Here's your keys. Your car's ready. Oh, that was awesome. So quick. Uh, that'll be four, oh. 499 oh. 
Here's the invoice. Here's what everything we've oh done. Oh my god, what a price! Uh, you, card or cash, Mr. Pacino? Uh, a card, obviously, in this Here's day and age. Uh, they go, uh, beep, beep. Uh, thank you. You can't chip and pin that, Mr. Pacino. Oh, sorry, uh, card oh, yeah, uh, uh, you can't up to. No, it's up to. Uh, I 40. think it's up, it's up to forty-five pound. That's four oh, okay. oh yeah, of course it has changed it. Okay, yep. Uh, thank you pin. very much. There you go. Uh, okay. There's your receipt. It was a pleasure doing business. Thank with you very you guys. much. Hoo ha! I got a nice car. NC. Hoo ha! They fixed my car. Right, there we go. That was an improv. Hope you're fucking happy with that. Let's go to the Brown Bear Comedy Club now, shall we, Greg? Yeah. Do you want to go now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. I'm your host for the evening. My name is Mark Stephen Compare. Uh, everyone was ill with COVID last week, so we didn't give an act. So I'm really sorry about that. But we are back this week. We've got one massive act for you this week. They've been on before. Uh, it's Tommy Canoe and Bobby Bell. Uh, they have been before. They're a double act. They absolutely smashed it last time. Let's hope they can smash it again. Uh, you're joining us here this evening. We're in the Spirit of the Arms in Nottingham on Wye pub in the spirit of the arms hope you enjoy it we've got a big crowd in tonight so ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome they're back again to tommy canoe and bobby boyle bobby Bo- yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah good evening ladies and gentlemen it's me tommy canoe where is bobby bell where are you bobby i'm back here tommy bobby I'm back in the pub come on get on the stage get- i'm just doing some crowd work you're right fella you're right miss you're right fella you're right miss <laughs> Sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy, get... I'm coming, I'm coming. Bobby, come on, I'm Tommy. Bobby, come what on. What are we doing here, Tommy? Right, we've got a little bit of a comedy app we're going to do tonight for the people. Oh, what's that then? You know, we, that thing we rehearsed. We've got the... Uh... Oh, yeah, we've got some new stuff, haven't we? That's it, d- two-manner. So I'm going to do the song. Well, we're usually two-manner. And you're going to do the, uh, the, the snowman stuff. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Like, you know, what we rehearsed. Oh, okay, yeah. You have rehearsed it, haven't you, Bobby? No, yeah. What have you been doing all week? Um... Yeah. I'm very sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like he hasn't yeah. rehearsed it. Yeah, you have. All right, well, let me just see if you have. Remember we talked about the why snowman? Are why are we doing snowman bit? It's because fu- it's Christmas. It's not, it's, why is April, man? It's, it's March. It's Easter. We is should it? do Easter. We should do Jesus stuff. Oh, fuck, it's let's Easter. Do, let's do a bit about Jesus. All right, we'll do the Jesus bit. Okay. Right, here we go then. So, so I nail you to the cross. <laughs> right, we get the cross out. I nail you to it. And then I poke you in the ribs with a spear. No, that's not the Jesus bit, Bobby. Yeah, it is. That's the Jesus bit. The Jesus bit. And where then we, you die. We say a prayer. But then three years later, you come back. Like a zombie? Yeah. We say a prayer, Bobby. Oh, okay. Our Father. Our Father. In our, in heaven. Who farts in heaven. Oh, Bobby, that's enough <laughs> of that. Right, I'm really sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. We can't carry on like this. We hope you've enjoyed the act tonight. Oh. We hope you come back and see us again. <laughs> Please do. Do you want to finish on a song? <laughs> do I? We were made for two. Two were made for you. When we come together, we're just two peas in a pod. Good night. Thank you very much. Good night, Thank you very much. That was Tommy Canoe and Bobby Bell. Hope you enjoyed that cracking act. Uh, Please take a safe journey home. Have a good night. Good night, everyone. Good night.
Yeah. Well, thank you very much for this week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It was a two manner. We hope you enjoyed it. Next week we'll have a four manner, so there'll be plenty more chat, hopefully. Well, we assume if they're not all still riddled with COVID yeah, or disgusting. lazy laziness or whatever it is. That's goodbye from me, Benjamin. And that's goodbye from me, Greg. Au revoir. Toulouse. So let's go, so, throw up your hands, go for what you know.